Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. My guest is an old friend in the business, uh, somebody I'm very proud of, John Murray, executive producer of the, new, of the new hit, nationally syndicated Sherry, that's daytime talk, hosted by the one and only Sherry Shepard. A recognizable face, he has spent a majority of his career as a TV host, contributor, media personality, and as a journalist. Prior to joining Sherry, he was an executive producer of a very popular series on TV One, where he produced and directed episodes of the docu-series called Uncensored. We have a lot to talk about. I'm only going to give a little of his credits in this particular opening, but we're going to talk about a whole lot of credits once we start talking. Please welcome the Money Making Conversation Masterclass, John Murray. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, Rashawn. Well, uh, I like your digs that you got set up there too, man. Well, thank you very much. You know, uh, uh, all these people have been on my show. I, I've not just snatched their pictures offline online. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know, Sherry's up there because you know I, I got my little studio I built out. I'm not Sherry, you know. I'm not Sherry, <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna tell you something, man. Let, let's 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 take the elephant out of the room, okay? Because because this room, the elephant don't need to be in there. Up all this good spirit in here, brother. I am proud of you. This interview is about you, but you know how I feel about Sherry. I personally went up there, man, to hug both of y'all and shake your hand and say, brother, congratulations, man. Let's talk about your feelings and where you at right now, especially when the ratings came out announcing the success of the series so far. We're going to continue to climb. When I say series, I'm talking about the daytime talk called Sherry, hosted by Sherry Shepard. Absolutely. Well, Rashawn, let me first and foremost say we were so excited to have you here hanging out with us. It, it meant a lot. Uh, you've had great success in this very genre. 
with multiple people and multiple <laughs> platforms. Mm-hmm. And so to have you here really was validating for us, man. And, and to not only uh, get your feedback and to hear that you were enjoying yourself, watching you, like there were times where I would catch you from stage on the side of the stage and you were laughing at the stories, you were taking in the audience and just seeing you in real time have a good time, which is our mission for everybody that watches this show, that comes to this show. It, it meant a lot to us because you're one of those people like me, Rashawn. It takes a lot to make you laugh out loud. Yes, sir. So to see you laugh out loud, yes. I knew we were achieving our goal. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, the, the whole process of being an executive producer is that, you know, you're reaching a lot of people that you don't know and an audience you can't see. So to see a live reaction is always Instant validation. Okay, he got it. Okay, this did work. This did make sense. But watching you take on the role of executive producer on a national series that's cleared at over 90% of of this country, that means you're talking to people in Utah. You're talking to people in Vermont. You're talking to people in Alaska. You're talking to people in Texas. How do you, how's the show prepared? At what point of view are y'all coming? Other than Sherry, we know she's the star of the show, but you got to reach soccer moms, the Latino community, the African-American community, the conservative community. Do y'all take all that into consideration when you're doing the segments? You know what, Rashad? One of the things that we just try to be intentional about is giving people unapologetic Sherry. Uh, the beauty of Sherry is, and I had to tell this to our team here at, uh, in a meeting one time, uh, Sherry was what we like to call white famous before she was black famous. Yes. You know, Sherry was somebody who carved out a niche uh, in the Hollywood community as the little funny black girl on all the big major white sitcoms. Yes. You know, when Sherry first got on The View, uh, uh, they did like in the research studies because people outside of the industry don't know that all these shows do focus groups and research. Mm-hmm. They're these things that people like to talk about called cumulative scores, yes. which uh, quantify your impact to the audience. And when Sherry first got to the view, the black audience was like, who is she? And how does she get this job? And, uh, you know, how does she deserve this opportunity? Right. Mm-hmm. And by uh, year two or three, she had become one of the favorites with the black audience because they felt as though she spoke to their voice. So she was somebody who uh, middle America could relate to and liked. She's somebody who felt safe to them because they had seen her on Friends and everybody loves Raymond and all these big yes. major franchise uh, sitcoms. But then she was carving out a space for black audiences. So by the time she left The View after her seven plus years on the show, Sherry had created this impact that really was kind of universal. She started moving in the spaces in which we talk about how Whoopi moves or Michael Jordan moves or maybe Will Smith before the Oscar slap. A successful black talent that uh, all of America just see as a talent. And yes, at some point, yes, people do remind you of the color of your skin. But for the most part, Sherry became one of those people that became relatable to everybody. You know, you found something in her journey to connect to. So when we're preparing uh, the content for the show, uh, we're looking at stories and ideas and guests. We really try to do the things that feel authentic to Sherry because one of the things that we've learned is that if Sherry is doing something that feels authentic to her, that's fun for her, that's organic for her, then the audience has that same reaction to it. You know, and so if it's not something that's natural for her, if she can't find the humanity in it or the, the funny in it or the flirty in it, then we'll stay away from it because if it doesn't connect with her, it's not going to connect with Mildred in Montana. Absolutely. And I think that's important. The beauty of uh, when you talk about her career, her relatability, I met Sherry when I was executive, co-executive producing the Jamie Foxx show. 
back on the WB. And she was an actress we hired. And that's when she first came into my life. And and then as watch, so I've been at, I've been at the like I said, uh, on the windowsill watching her career. And you're absolutely correct. Being able to transition into white sitcoms, white television projects seamlessly. And that, that was a testament to her crossover ability. And then, like you said, the view only just solidified it. And then when she came out, she was back to doing those things when she was no longer part of you, doing those white sitcoms or those non-traditional characters that you would not assume to be relatable to a black actress or a black actor. Then I see it essence, walking the streets of essence, black women stopping her, taking photos, taking selfies. So that type of crossover, and I and I and I was blessed every when I say blessed, ladies and gentlemen, I arrived in New York when it was letting the audience in. And I'm going to tell you something, he's, he's right. I've been fortunate to launch a lot of TV shows, whether it's sitcoms, whether it's, whether it's, uh, whether it's uh, game shows, or whether it's uh, talk shows. The audience means everything. And how that audience comes in, we have a term that we do in talk show world called car wash. In other words, if somebody comes in, they don't look up to snuff, we tell them we might have a, a coat in the back to put on them, or, oh, you look pretty bad, we're going to put you on the back row. You can't sit on the front row. That's car washing your audience. This audience that showed up that I saw looked like they was going to church, looked like they was ready for a um, a fashion show, and they were the stars. How did she make that switch? We know it was the Wendy Williams show, but to come on the air and an audience already lined up that fits her brand, how did she pull that off, John? Well, you know, the people are just responding to her. You know, here's the thing, you know, uh, people know that we inherited a uh, production team from uh, the Wendy Williams show and Debmar Mercury. Uh, and But everything that has been done to prepare for the Sherry show, uh, it has been very different from that. You know, uh, there's some people who worked for this syndication company for 13 years, but we've really uh, been able to condition people to uh, adopt the language of this is day one on a brand new franchise. So this isn't year 14 of a franchise that Denmark has been producing. This is season one on a brand new show that's literally all about Sherry. So the audience looks very different from the audience that used to come to the uh, previous show. Uh, the makeup of the demographics uh, that we have. And, it, you know, even with our uh, television reach, right. you know, our show is syndicated in something like 98.5% of the country. Uh, which wow. is a, a, a far more expensive audience than, mm -hmm. you know, there've been lots of stories in the press that we inherited time slots from Wendy Williams. But the truth of the matter is we expanded on many Absolutely. of those time slots. Absolutely. And um, because the Wendy Williams show was only in about 69% of mm -hmm. the country. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we've added an additional 30 plus percent to uh, our audience. And so uh, the timing and the appetite for Sherry was just right. And, we lean into all things Sherry and making sure that this environment is a, a true reflection of her. You know, the through line is joy. The through line is laughter. The through line is friendship. You know, and, and the friendship part is so important, which is why on our premiere episode, one of her friends was one of our first guests, Candy Burris. You know, another friend of the, both of ours, uh, singer Trinice of American Idol fame, recorded our theme song. Talk show legend, you know, and friend to us both. Rolanda Watts is the voiceover announcer for our show every day. And so leaning to these elements that are uh, our real life personas uh, has really helped with an organic connection to the audience. And that's been imperative for our success. For sure. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. 
Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Well, you know, uh, social media can be a, a, a curse and it can be a blessing. And then you can read certain things in social media that just make you smile. Your post <laughs> that you did on LinkedIn with Rolanda Watts was one of those posts that made me smile. It also let us know that life is about a journey and you never yeah. know how you will reconnect with a person, and is that person humble? Is that person ready to accept where you are at, where they where, versus where they were met, where y'all met the first time around? Tell everybody about the Rolanda Watts relationship and the post that is one of my favorite posts. I'm just tell you, John. When I saw that, I shared it, I liked it, and because I, I love Rolanda Watts there, and I totally respect who you are and watch your journey from Tom Jordan to now. But that was a post that meant something to me. Absolutely, Rashawn. You know, uh, when I was a student in college, well, first before that, when I was a student in high school, uh, we took a class trip to New York City and we sat in the audience of the Rolanda Watts show. And I'll never forget, uh, Latoya Jackson was the guest that day. <laughs> and, and I, you know, and so then by the time I got to college, I, uh, I was a latchkey kid, Rashawn. So, so talk shows were my babysitters. I get home after school. I let myself into the house. And Ricky Lake and Rolanda and Montel Williams, those are my babysitters. Yes. So I remember hearing of Ricky Lake's story and how she was discovered fresh out of college and she was the youngest talk show host in the, in the, in the business. And I thought that was going to be my trajectory. I thought I went down to Norfolk State, shout out to anybody that went to HBCU. <laughs> and I thought I was going to go to this historically black college. Somebody was going to realize how gifted I was and give me a talk show. Right. And so in an effort to do that, I... Uh, uh, Went on the Rolanda show at the time with the young lady I was dating uh-huh. and pro- professed my love for her because I thought <laughs> going on Rolanda's show uh, and, and being on there, she was going to be like, oh, he's the one. We got to give him a talk show next. All right. uh, it didn't happen. Um, <laughs> and so uh, but, but once I once I left school and started working professionally in the business, you know, my first act was that of an entertainment news writer. Yes. And one of the first interviews I actually did was with Rolanda Watts. I went to L.A. Uh, to the Soul Train Awards as a guest of Coca-Cola at the time and went to this restaurant with my mentor, the legendary media personality, Tanya Hart, and her husband. And Rolanda came and stopped by the restaurant to say hello to me, to meet me in person. And so she as someone who I was a fan of, who I aspired to have a, a morsel of the success that she had in the business. And then someone at one point that I ultimately became friends with. And so when we were uh, mapping out uh, and shaping what we wanted the Sherry yes. show to be. Mm-hmm. We were talking about voices and voiceover. There were several people we were looking at and Sherry looked at me one day and said, I've always loved the uniqueness and the richness of Rolanda's voice. And that's what I want to hear right before I walk through the door. Wow. And so to not only have Rolanda be the voice of our show, but to have her come and sit in the audience on our premiere episode, it really was a full circle moment mm-hmm. for me because I, went from sitting in the audience of her talk show as a high school kid to her being in a show that I'm executive producing uh, alongside Sherry Shepard. And it really was a true full circle moment. Now, we say the word executive producing. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But sometimes I see your face, your little handsome (laughs) face on TV comments. So so when you say, Rashawn, when I graduated from Norfolk, I went up to Rolanda. I was trying to be a talk show host. I'm not saying you're a talk show host, but you make an appearances on a successful talk show job. Talk about well, you, how that, you know, from, yes. from a creative standpoint, how did that come about? Because it's very effective. Thank you, Rashad. You listen, I grew up wanting to be like the Black Regis Philman, yes. Black Tom Bergeron. Mm-hmm. And I love guys like Arsenio. And mm-hmm. 
And this opportunity has almost made me like the Black Gelman. Anybody who watched Regis and Kathy Lee or Ryan and mm-hmm. Kelly know that they have an executive producer who sometimes appears on camera. Or if you are of a generation older than me, clearly you remember maybe like Johnny Carson and Ed McMahon, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I've been wrangled into the on-camera executive producer role. And it's great. You know, again, one of the things that really work, particularly in the daytime space, Rashawn, and you know this, Mm -hmm. is that authentic chemistry works, you know? And the fact that Sherry and I have a real-life relationship in addition to our working relationship, it resonates with people on camera. And so she was telling me in a conversation the other day that one of the things that she loves to hear about is people just love to hear us have our moments on camera, you know? Mm -hmm. And that we are able to thread our real life experiences into some of these wonky and funny and hilarious stories. You know, sometimes I'm teasing her as we're talking about something that may have to do with divorce. Uh-huh. You know, I didn't want her to marry that, that second knucklehead <laughs> or, or sometimes because Sherry's like a real life. I love Lucy. She forgets a factoid or something right. and a story or something that she's talking about. And because I'm like this pop culture enthusiast, I'm able to <laughs> fill in the blanks and, and help her, continue the journey. So man, it's, it's, it's really a beautiful thing. It's a magical thing, but more than anything, this is an authentic presentation of how we are in real life. Well, you know, I was fortunate to be a, an executive producer of a successful daytime talk and I'm a black man. And uh, I'm always happy to hear our black sisters being executive producers of these shows, these news programs, but rarely do we see black men being in this capacity because it's daytime talk and daytime talk supposed to be focused on women. So we generally not looked upon of having the proper voice, especially because we're African-American, that will relate to the white soccer mom who's 51 years old in the Midwest. You being out, Tara Banks was on the show, and I was actually up there when she was taping that particular episode, talking about black men executive producing, and that really meant something to you. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, The CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. 
Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. It did, it did, Rashawn. Let me tell you, um, that day was really special because uh, I had never met really Tyra Banks before. Um, I think I saw her in passing sometime. We never had a moment. And so um, before our show, both Sherry and I individually go up and we greet our guests and we welcome them uh, to our home. And it really sets the tone for people's experience at the show. Um, because, you know, they feel safe. They know that they're coming to a place that there's no gotcha moments and we're not ambushing anybody. Like, right. come and have a good time with us. And so I went up to me, uh, to greet Tyra Banks. And, you know, one of our producers here at Sherry used to be her personal assistant. And Tyra Banks had shot her talk show in the very same studio that we're in right now. And so this producer who has his own office now used to uh, work inside of the dressing room where Sherry's dressing room is. And so Tyra's, I'm telling Tyra, do you know your former producer, Joe Colasante, is uh, (laughs) your former assistant, Joe, is a producer here. She had no idea. So she had me go get Joe so she could see him and... And so by the time they had had their moment and we got down and taped these, uh, the segments for the show, after Tyra's second segment, she asked me, could she give me a hug? And I said, absolutely. And she says, I just have to tell you, seeing you here inspires me. She says, because when I was doing this, there weren't black no, male executive no, producers. No. And she said, my manager at the time was a black man yes. and he got the executive producer credit, but he wasn't actually doing the work. Yes. And they tell me you're actually doing the work. And I want to say to you, keep doing it because I'm inspired seeing you here. Man, it touched me because the truth of the matter is there have not been a lot of us, Rashawn. You know, you worked in the space. You know, Twitch became an executive producer at Ellen. And that's a good brother there. He reached out to me and and was so supportive when I was going through my journey. Um, And, you know, and there have been one or two others in the space, but they're few and far between. And, you know, not only did what Tyra said to me meant a lot, but um, Heather Gray, who was the executive producer of the showrunner at the talk, who passed this summer, mm-hmm. uh, passed three days before we were supposed to meet in person. Wow. Because over the last year, she and I had become fast friends. And once this opportunity presented itself, she was one of the people who was there with me at every turn, uh, encouraging me, coaching me, giving me insight on my journey. I also got to acknowledge the great Bill Getty, who helped create The View with Barbara Walters. He was so 
wonderful to me while I was going through my negotiations and taking this pivot with Sherry to make sure I was empowered with information Mm -hmm. and, and tools and knowledge that I needed to be effective in this space. And when we're all stepping into a new area, you know, we all need community, you know, yes. uh, sometimes people like to hold stuff close to their vest and we like to move in secrecy. And it's great to be discreet about the things you have going on. But sometimes you have to lean into the excellence that other people have and let them give you a perspective that's going to sharpen your iron. And I was grateful to have a community of people that rose up for me because folks knew it was important for me to be on this journey with Sherry. And it was important for me to make a substantial impact doing this work. Which is really important for you, for me to hear come out from your voice because in the sense that, you know, you, you're doing things. Sherry is your cornerstone, John Murray. I'm talking to John Murray, the exec, one of the executive producers of the uh, the show, the, the hit series, you know, because when you see these ratings, you you don't know, John. You know, all you do is just work hard, work hard, work hard. You don't know what America's mm-hmm. going to say. You know, you had Jennifer Hudson popping out there. You know, you, you know, you doing, you don't know if uh, people's perceiving you or any animosity, any negative takeover for Wendy. All y'all been doing is good spirited stuff. But, you know, you're doing uncensored. You're about to do a uh, moderating, uh, uh, moderator for the Lewis uh, Cards, the Blueprint Men's Summit in Chicago coming up this month. When you're doing these things outside, how are people reacting to you, Mr. Murray? Well, you know, Rashawn, one of the blessings that I had before going on this journey with Sherry was that uh, I was like a road MC, man. I uh, was always on the weekend uh, hosting events, holding the microphone on a plane in a hotel. And I really loved it. It was, you know, it was the thing that was my constant in between the inconsistency of the TV world. Um, What I'm grateful about is a lot of that is being enhanced now that, that I'm on this journey with Sherry because because I'm one of a few people who are thriving in a space where black men haven't had great success. You know, we are few and far between. Um, people want want to hear about that. They want to learn about that. And, um, you know, and I'm open to sharing and encouraging and inspiring. So it's great to be able to move back in some of the same spaces I've already had success in with this, with this new victory under my belt. You know, I'm excited to go to Chicago and do this, uh, the summit with Lewis Carr, because the truth of the matter is there are now a lot of spaces where uh, safe places where black men can find refuge in community with each other. Like if you didn't pledge one of the HBCU Greek letter fraternities, <laughs> um, you don't necessarily, or unless you grew up in a house full of brothers, there are always places that once you reach a certain level of success or mm-hmm. you're thriving in a particular uh, area professionally that, that you can find safety and refuge with each other, you know? And so I'm grateful to be going to a place that's just, it was a, a summit built just around this men finding uh, black men, right. finding success in their respective genres coming together for an informative, empowering and informational two day summit. I'm, I'm grateful that uh, both Lewis and Nicole Pittman who works with him on it, right. thought enough of me, to invite me long before the show premiered to come in and, and, and play a part in this. And so I, I, I'm in a place, uh, Rashawn, and, and you know this journey because you've done it yourself, that not only am I helping to uh, shape great content for the masses to have, but one of the things that most excites me is that there are some other people who have been working in this business, great talent who've been on the sidelines, experts in various fields, uh, underdog, unsung talent that we've been able to put in the game, that we've been able to give yes. opportunity to, that mm-hmm. we've been able to give a platform to shine. 
And that's one of the things that means more to me than anything. Taking a chance on people who can maximize this opportunity and use it to do some other great things. You know, Sherry always talks about Chef Melba Wilson, who if you've ever come to New York City, everybody goes up to Melba's in Harlem. Yes. Um, but, but Melba has become a dynamic TV chef. She's had such great success, her mm-hmm. philanthropic work. Mm-hmm. But we had her join us a few times when Sherry was guest hosting for Wendy Williams. And not that that opportunity contributed to her next blessing, but shortly thereafter, she got called in to guest host with Ryan Seacrest on Live with Kelly and Ryan, which is the number one show in all of daytime. Nobody wow. else does, right? I mean, outside of The View, right. uh, but the, they are the number one show in syndication, which The View is a network TV show. Mm-hmm. But for Melba, as a black woman, to be able to go and have that opportunity after coming in and, and helping cooking up a little bit of magic with us. <laughs> like, that's what we want to do, man. We want to we wanna help shine a light on people who need brighter lights shine on them for sure. Wait, wait. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. I've always enjoyed your personality. I've always enjoyed your mind. You're smart, very, very smart, very informed, and never. And, and, and your personality is always engaging. I never felt like, uh, you know, a lot of people are, can feel, they come from men who are successful and feel challenged or feel insecure. You never shine that light of, of I won't, I, 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 you, you, like, in other words, you got your place in the room, you cool with it. Just let me do my thing. If it expands a little bit, don't get nervous. I'm just doing my thing. It's called competition. It's called competition. But as you come through this whole world, and I've seen your journey for a long time, if you could point out one person that may have been instrumental in your entertainment arc, who would that be? Oh, you know, there's some, there are actually some really good people that have helped me a lot. You know, I talked about meeting my mentor, Mm -hmm. the living legend, media personality, Tanya Hart. Um, but I often celebrate how when I was a college kid who, now, so Rashawn, I, I still look like a young man, but I'm in my forties. Right. So like, I, I'm kind of in that in-between phase. So like, yes, I'm in, I'm in the streets and, and social <laughs> media and I, you know, I'm, I, I'm popping, I'm learning the lingo, uh-huh. uh, all the 20 something year old producers here are keeping me hip and stuff. Right. Uh, <laughs> I may dye my hair every few weeks to make sure the grades don't come in and that type of thing. But but I'm also of the generation that like uh, I remember life before social media was our everything, and before the, before Al Gore's internet was our everything. Yes, and so I remember what it was like to have to go to a convention and shake hands and take a deep breath before you had to network and introduce yourself to somebody. So I remember getting the number to the E network uh, from a phone book. Right. And I called over to the E network while I was a student at Norfolk state university. And I left a voicemail message for a producer that was producing the show that Tanya Hart was doing on E at the time. And she called this young college student back and was like, the producer called me and gave me your number. And I just had to call and see who this ambitious young man was that reached out to me and said he was really inspired by my career. And Tanya sat on the phone with a perfect stranger in a dorm room down in Northern Virginia and talked to me for 90 minutes. And at the end of that call, she said to me, I can't wait to meet you in person. And if forever there's an opportunity where you're applying for a job, just put my company on your resume and say you're one of my East Coast contributors. And just having somebody take a chance on me like that sight unseen really helped. You know what I'm saying? And then 
there's a personality on uh, Sirius XM's Heart and Soul. Her name is Michelle Wright. I was an intern at a radio station in Washington, D.C., and Michelle saw this ambitious, hungry intern and took me under her wing and had me start to help produce content for her midday show. And when I went back to college that fall, Michelle started paying me out of her pocket wow. and sending me a, a stipend to help create this content for her for her midday show. So she was technically my first boss in the business because she's the first person to ever pay me to do work in the entertainment industry. So both of those women are two women that have been very pivotal and very key in my success. And there have been so many other great people. I mean, listen, Rashawn, there were times when I was being, I was being tested for a game show. And I called you and you really walked me through the nuances and mm -hmm. the, the, the hows and the how nots and the, and the what to do's and the what not to do's while I was on that journey. And then you were talking earlier about like owning my space and, and, and not uh, feeling competitive with other people. And I have to say, my big brother Roland Martin said something to me years ago that always stuck with me. He was like, can't nobody out Roland Roland Martin. Yes. And he was like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to be me and I'm going to be me unapologetically. And the reason why I never get intimidated by any of my peers is I know when I show up, whether it's John, the personality, the, you know, the TV talent, the host, or whether it's John, the producer, John, the brains, John, the strategist, John, the visionary, the creative. I know that I bring my best self to all of those situations. And if for some reason people like what you do different than I do, then that's your blessing. It's not mine. Right. So I've never... Uh, been nervous or intimidated by by being in anybody else's spaces because you can't out John John Murray, you know. <laughs> and so that was one of the gifts that Roland Martin got me, and it really helped shape uh, my approach to this because we can slip into accidental competitiveness. We can slip into these mm -hmm. toxic behaviors of um, wanting or emulating or desiring what we see other people have. But the other thing that I've learned through trial and error is, Rashad, I don't know the story behind your glory. And so it looks good on the outside, but I might not want to go through the sleepless nights and yeah. the crying moments and, and the bankruptcies or whatever the other things you had to go through yes, to become the excellence that you are. I don't, I may not want to go through all of that. So finding my own path and my own journey mm -hmm. is the best path for me because the struggles and the obstacles that I've had to face to get to this point. I wouldn't want to share those with anybody else, and you don't want to share yours with me, you know? I tell you, uh, you can't out John, John Murray. He, That's you need it? To, you need to put that on, a, on the wall, because that, that fits you. You can't out John, <laughs> John. That's beautiful. And I know Roland Martin, so I know he's he is the truth. And I remember when he left uh, TV One, when the show got canceled, he talked to me, he said, Rishon, what am I going to do? I said, won't you just start doing your show on YouTube? He said, huh? I said, won't you just take control of your narrative? Sometimes all mm -hmm. you got to do is tell somebody something and they hear it and guess what? He's been controlling his narrative and the only person can cancel Roland is Roland. That's the That's beauty right. of him living his life now. Highly successful, thousands Highly successful. of subscribers, generating mm -hmm. revenue, revenue for him personally. All he has to do is produce content. But my friend, and I call you my friend because coming up to New York and seeing you and Sherry, you executive producing, you off you off on the side talking to her own. I love y'all, man. I love you as a as a young man who is doing something very inspirational in his business. It's your time. It's your time in social media. Continue to speak. Continue to carry that that trophy. That trophy of honesty. That trophy of being able to get it done because you can't out out John. John Murray. Thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation. I, I have to say this on my way out, though. If you really love me, 
you send me one of those cakes you be baking now. Well, well, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of seeing this good food and not tasting any of it. Okay, so, you know, when I, I was up there, John, you said, Rashawn, we're going to bring you on the show. I'm going to get you, you back up here to cook for... If I got to book you to eat your cake, then... Hey, hey, wait a hey, minute, that, did, that didn't translate well. If I got to book you to eat some of your good food... Then we go. That's what we gonna make happen. Absolutely, my brother. I love you, brother. We talk soon. They tell Sherry hi. Okay. I will. Do Thank that. you for coming Thank on Money Make Conversations Masterclass. That's John, because you can't out John John Murray, executive <laughs> producer of Sherry. <laughs>